Hello, all you lovely traumatized humans. Um, I'm talking about Ray Dunn today. Do you know Ray Dunn? Who doesn't know Ray Dunn? If you're maybe not a middle-aged woman in suburbia, you might not know about Ray Dunn. Um, if you're like a middle-aged man, you for sure should not know about Ray Dunn, unless you're gay, and then it would make more sense. Am I stereotyping now? Yes, heavily. Do I care? No. Um, okay, my boyfriend has a Ray Dunn mug that says, you grow girl on one side and a cactus on the other. He didn't know when he bought the mug that it was a Ray Dunn mug, to be sure. I'm not sure why he bought a you grow girl mug in the first place. Uh, that's kind of a topic for another day, but he put it, he wanted it for his cabin. And I was like, okay. Um, it was like $9 at a TJ Maxx or a Home Goods or whatever. And I was like, did you know this is Ray Dunn? And he was like, Who's Ray Dunn? Which is the appropriate response for a man of his age um, <laughs> and like position in life. Ray Dunn is ubiquitous though. Equal parts loved and despised because, you know, cult-like following. I personally don't understand the appeal of a coffee mug that says coffee or a bowl that says like jelly beans or a cat dish that says meow. But I am fascinated by the way the brand has gained traction in recent years. And I'm here to distill what exactly is so appealing about the white dimpled ceramic goods with kitschy comic sans adjacent lettering. I first heard about Ray Dunn online. Videos uh, like one I linked uh, surfaced on TikTok exposing hordes of women and a few men Descending on Marshalls, TJ Maxx, and Home Goods every restock morning, hoping to get their hands on some new Ray Dunn piece. Scoring the best piece is a badge of honor. What constitutes the best piece is sort of like a gray area, but really what is like the most valued is the least available, right? So like the seasonal limited edition items are the hottest ones. Store employees have complained at length about the way Ray Dunn connoisseurs conduct business from hiding goods throughout the store to pestering them about delivery dates to straight up fighting with, with each other over pieces. There are entire Facebook communities of people looking for Ray Dunn pieces and a whole community of people buying and reselling the goods at incredible margins, sometimes listing prices for like 20 times their original value. The most compelling thing about Ray Dunn items is that they're not that expensive. Mugs can cost like five to ten dollars, especially the most common ones. The um, one of the most common Ray Dunn mugs that you've probably seen is uh, says, uh, but first, coffee. <laughs> That's all it says in this kitty little lettering. Collecting Ray Dunn doesn't have to break the bank, which I'm convinced is part of its widespread appeal. Any suburban housewife can afford a few Ray Dunn pieces. The dark underbelly of collecting Ray Dunn is when it becomes like an obsession. One woman went into debt close to fifteen thousand dollars to feed her obsession, causing marital problems and isolating her from her children, and also think about how many pieces like how many mugs is fifteen thousand dollars if they're like 10, 10 bucks each the most expensive like piece i've seen is like like 40 bucks and I, i'm sure someone could like resell it for like 140 or whatever even like the resale value on some stuff it's like never really gets over like a thousand bucks so 15 grand is quite a bit you know she probably had a lot of pieces it might be tempting to dismiss the ray dunnies as they call themselves for their enormous devotion to this kitschy pottery it's not altogether rare though for people to go mad for a limited item we all remember when mobs of black friday shoppers stampeded a walmart employee on long island <laughs> long island uh when stores advertise an incredible deal they often don't mention the limited supply so there might be a flat screen TV on sale for like 50 bucks, but there are only two. And then you have to fight a mob of people to get one. And the scarcity principle states that we want things that other people can't have. And we attach more value to things that are hard to get. So even if the flat screen TV is like, like you could get one anytime, but you got one for really cheap. So that makes it scarce. That makes it more valuable, right? Same with the, the Ray Dunn items that are kind of scarce. Uh, the way they hunt for the rare items is a natural effect of the scarcity principle in action. That doesn't make it any more sane though, especially to apathetical onlookers or just those underpaid TJ Maxx employees who are like, 
you know, probably making minimum wage and have to like fight these like hordes of mad people trying to get their hands on Raydon items. Um, to, to the rest of the world, Raydon hunters look kind of insane. What I didn't know before setting out to write this is that Raydon is a real person, a San Francisco-based artist. She has a BA in industrial design and has been working with Clay since 1994, which is the year after I was born. She's been working with Clay for a long time. And she's like an artist in her own right. According to a few different sources, she never intended to build such enormous brand loyalty or hype. I'm not sure anyone could have predicted the fierce dedication some shoppers bring to scoring the next Ray Dunn piece. According to her own website, Ray, Dunn, Ray Dunn's work is um, strongly influenced by the Japanese aesthetic of wabi-sabi, the beauty of things imperfect, impermanent, and incomplete. So I think it's kind of sad that like this real artist <laughs> is like making things and like pouring her soul into like creating stuff is um, sidelined by like hordes of crazed suburban house moms. <laughs> it's just fucking weird. But she said that she doesn't strive for perfection in line and form in her work because for her, the balance is in trying to um, achieve what can't be represented that way. The incompleteness and imperfection of her work is part of the story, just as the absence of something in our lives can stir powerful feelings and show us the way to wholeness. So I, I don't know. She never intended um, for people to become like crazed and obsessive over her work. And um I don't know. I was just doing some some digging for this, and there was like a decorative pig that Ray Dunn made. It was like a limited edition, probably like fucking I don't know Easter. Like what? What's a pig for anyway? But there was like two two of these pigs in every home goods store, and people went like mad over these pigs, and people were reselling them for like sixteen hundred dollars, which is more than I pay for rent every month. So yeah, I think it's kind of sad. <laughs> And I, the things I linked, um, one collector's tips for building your own Ray Dunn collection. She's got pretty specific tips. They, they even go as far to um, tell you how the items are shipped and like the ways to track them and like the days that they arrive at stores in certain areas. It goes deep. And then a video detailing one woman's impressive collection valued at over $7,000. Or um, I, I also linked Ray Dunn's actual re- website that she is like, you know, probably in charge of or her team or whatever and you can read more about her and she sells other things um but it's all like branded with words that are yeah you grow girl <laughs> anyway i hope this was interesting i just was fascinated by ray dunn <sighs> wow that made me tired have a beautiful day everybody bye